The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes Hey, welcome to another Kwame Lassen Sports. Sometimes Rich McCann from the ATL. We are live here in Tempe, Arizona. I want to say Phoenix is challenging, but it's all good. We global, so they even listen to us on uh, Mars. Uh, speaking of Mars, let me give a shout-out to uh, Sandra. I won't say her last name, but she's staying at the house. Happy birthday to Sebastian. I think uh, she's in a witness protection program. She's hi- she's hiding her kids. <laughs> she's hiding her kids right now at the house. So if anybody looking for uh that's what she would be. I'm in Chandler, Arizona, so I, I narrow it down for you. Hey, welcome to Arizona, Sandra. Uh, who, who's on air with me? Is it Ken from the ATL? Ken from the ATL. You know what? Before we get started, let me apologize to Coach B. Uh, he, Don't he, apologize to that bum. But no, it's, it's it's more so. You know you're right. It's not more so me apologize to him. It's more so for what I said. Uh, we was You know, we always in a heated uh, debate or discussion, and he's always got to think he's right when he know I'm right all the time. But listen, in the midst of that, I said, you're a retard. <laughs> so <laughs> so I want to apologize for using the word retard, uh, more so using that word, you know, because back in the, I don't know, everybody. Well, that, you know, he's sensitive, you know. He is sensitive, but the word itself, the word itself I'm apologizing for, not, uh, you know, just trying to break rich down, and I am apologizing for that, but. The word itself, uh, you know, it wasn't the right word to use. He is a bozo, but uh, you know, if you if you if it's, we global, can we all over the world? We I say we on Mars, we on Venus, hmm. uh, but um, I do want to apologize for that. So. All right, well, I'm not going to apologize. He, he's still a bum because he's not here. You know, he dogs me out when I'm not on the show, so he's not on the show. So you know. What our rule is, when you're not here on the show, we're going to break it down. <laughs> so let me get it all out right now, Bozo. <laughs> he is a Bozo. He, he, he does have a bald head with them big ears. His ears do stick out with that bald head, and he think he's, I don't know, he think he is. He looks yeah. more like, what's that guy? You ever seen that movie? Uh, what, uh, what's that guy? Uh, well, I'll get to it later. But yeah, we get to it. Yeah. What's going on, Ken, from the ATL? Oh, man, you know, hey, we we doing it here in the ATL. we got uh, a lot of rain here going on right now. I want to give a shout-out to one of our newest listeners, uh, Tiffany Mitchell out there, uh, listening to us. Check this out online, and she uh, she loved the show. So, uh, where Where is Tiffany? She's in, the, she's in Atlanta? She's in the ATL. And it's raining. See, it this, is is, this is the best part. This is the best part of, uh, I think, this, if you can deal with the heat, I think Arizona is probably the best place to live because if you out, you out east, you got to deal with the hurricanes. If you're in the Midwest, you got to deal with tornadoes. Out where you from, Ken, uh, in Cali, you got to deal with the uh, Earthquake. earthquakes. Mm-hmm. But if you can deal with the heat here, then I think you this is probably one of the best places, and especially if you like to golf, if you like to be outdoors. Um, now, I, I like Florida, but 
I got. I don't have time for all that uh, hurricane warning every year, mm-hmm. and you got to evacuate. Mm-hmm. And where are you going to evacuate to? The whole East Coast will be messed up at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah, out here we just got humidity. I mean, it is just sweltering hot during the summer. You might as well not wear drawers if you live in, uh, in a place where there's humidity. <laughs> no, man, you just go outside <laughs> in your drawers or something. Just, you wear anything else, you go out soaked. So I just suggest you just walk outside with your boxes on. Just go for it. Well, well all right, let's, let's, let's go. <laughs> hey, Tiffany, thanks for listening. I've got another listener. How many listeners do you think we have, Ken? Before, oh, before man, we move, global, before we man. move. That's, that's too many to count. Okay, that's what I want to know. Uh, we got a minute with Ken today? We got a minute. That's what I want to hear. We'll do that probably on the second segment. Coach B probably calling. I think he's with his boss and they on the couch. And I'm not sure if they're real close to each other, but they, I know they're on the couch and he's with his boss. Man, uh, that don't sound too good. On the couch, close, boss. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to get a raise. Oh, He's trying to get a raise. Hey, he's brown nosing. He's he doing a whole lot of things. <laughs> This is what I want to talk about, man. <laughs> I want to talk about the uh, NBA because I know that's right up your alley, uh, Lakers. Uh, more so, the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, man, they was the number one team going into the entire season uh, as far as their records were concerned. Mm-hmm. But as of late, they've been getting smashed. They got smashed by the Lakers. Uh, Miami Heat just did them in by 30 points. Mm-hmm. Um, did, that, did that team peak at the um, – at the wrong time, or or uh, is the age catching up to these guys? The age is catching up. you got to remember something. This is a team who would go into halftime at least minimum 48 to high 50s, even mid-60s at halftime. Mm-hmm. Against the Lakers, 32. Against the Heat, 39. I mean, under 40 points at the halftime? This team is not really competing at all. Uh, they're not clicking on all cylinders. I think the age is finally caught up with them. I think Tim Duncan is uh, not able to keep up with these top centers in the league. Bynum did them in. Uh, I mean, the Bosch is doing them in, and they don't even got a real true center. And Bosch is a forward. Yeah, I can, I can play against Bosch, and I feel comfortable about that, but you got the number two guards blocking his shots. Yeah, I mean, did you see Dwayne Wade blocking Tim Duncan? I mean, what is I wrong thought, with Tim Duncan? I thought he was walking upstairs when he was blocking that shot. He just kept going up, man. Mm-hmm. This guy has rejuvenated himself. But just last week we were talking about the Miami Heat, and the Miami Heat were they've lost four or five games in a row, and everybody was on them. I think when you have that good chem- that good type of talent over there that they have with LeBron James, uh, Dwayne Wade. Hopefully Chalmers coming to his own. They added Michael, um, they added Bibby over there to that uh, team. Uh, and Bosch, at times, at Bosch. I think everybody wants to root against that team that has so much talent. Even when Kobe was at on his best, and I think he's still individually probably the best player in the league, that he does everything and he does it with his cast around him he gets his guys involved now we could talk about getting guys involved because when LeBron James he feels like he has to take the last shot and I've always thought in Miami you let a slasher who can finish or who can find that open man in in a Dwayne Wade take that last shot Uh, but I always thought Kobe was the uh was the probably still the best I'm not even a Kobe fan but probably the best uh, player in the in the league in the game right now today still he's a, he's a better facilitator he's going to make everybody else a winner around him he brings out the best in everybody Jordan uh, you got to remember something LeBron James has everything to prove what does Kobe has to prove 
Kobe has nothing for Kobe has five rings, if I'm not mistaken. Right. He has five rings. But this is what I'm saying about the Miami Heat there. Everybody was on these guys. Now they won two big games. They beat the Lakers, uh, which I think Kobe fell off at the end of that game. Um, and then he ended up shooting an hour and a half afterwards, which was some nonsense, if you ask me. Um, uh, that was nothing but a press conference. Uh, but he just didn't have a lot of words. He just didn't talk. Um but, but the, the Lakers had that game. The Lakers had that game. Yeah, you got to go into it. I mean, the Lakers had that game. There was a uh, the referees got too much involved in that game. Turn off Mike too for me, please. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. The Lakers. The yeah. you say yeah, the refs. What the refereeing is uh, horrific, man. You can't. Yeah. These guys are not doing a, a decent enough job. Uh, underneath the basket and calling these fouls, and when they call a foul, some of these are not even fouls. It just looked like. I mean. the you can't guard these guys that close, mm-hmm. or they call fouls, and I think that's nonsense. Yeah, I mean, you barely breathe on them, and they call them fouls. Right. I mean, they're just trying to invite, involve themselves in the game. You're not part of the game, okay? You, when you know you got big players like this, physical players, it, it, I mean, basketball has become more of, a, more of a physical game. You saw the way Dwan Blair was was battling down low in there with uh, Bosch, you know. I mean, it was just getting physical, but every time uh, – <clears throat> Players got close to one another. Referees blowing these these phantom fouls, I call them. Now let me uh, I, let me see if you agree with this. When um, Odom, not old, I wouldn't say Odom. When their big guy, um, who I'm talking about, Bynum. Andrew Bynum, when he started playing, when he got more mobile and it was more active, did that team get that much better? Yes, it did. Because remember, before the All Star break, when he first came back, uh, he came back. He was only playing nine minutes a game. Okay, and Phil Jackson knew what he was doing. We know we need this man healthy going into the playoffs. So they brought him 9, 12, 15, 20, 21, 26. Now they got him up to the point where he's playing at least uh, 32 minutes a game, uh, which is pretty much uh, at 95% of where he's supposed to be at right about now. I say into the playoffs, he's going to play 100%, and he's probably going to be on that floor uh, at least – um, 38 to 40 minutes a game. Now, you know what? Uh, speaking of Phil Jackson, regardless of all the, the talent he's had and you think, well, he should win, I think he, he is one of the top coaches. Now, never mind the 10 championship rings he had, probably going to 11. 11, I apologize. 11 <laughs> championships. You're right. <laughs> Disrespectful now. <laughs> you know what? Because some, some people play all their lives and don't even get one. So taking that one away from him, that is huge. So I hear what you're saying because you, you're a Laker fan and anyway, I think you'll sleep with Kobe. But look. Um, <laughs> we can go that far. <laughs> But but all this talent this guy Phil Jackson has, man, I think I never I never see him panic. And even when they're at their worst, he comes in the media and say something sarcastic, and then play more of a he do more rhetorical conversations, more rhetorical answers and questions uh, to the media. But you, I never see this guy panic. And I think that's a, a, a tribute to what he and his team his team has taken on a whole sense of a. Or somewhat looking like him, talking like him. You can see when they talk to the media, they don't say a whole lot unless it's older man. He's just dumb. But he's just dumb with all that yeah. sugar. You know, he drink coffee before the game and a bunch of skittles right after the game, eating snacks, ding dongs, ho hos, gummy bears. He married to one. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, a ding dong or a ho ho? <laughs> <laughs> he just want to be in the spotlight, man. I don't know how he did that, but, but you know what? Hey, to each his own. Maybe they, maybe they different. I don't know the difference bring it together. Maybe they that much different. 
All right, man, let's move on. We're talking about the West. We're talking about NBA basketball. Uh, we're talking about the Lakers, San Antonio Spurs, the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. I want to stay out in the West because we, even though the San Antonio still has the best record in the league, but the best team, I think, well, the best team I know is the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Correct. And, and I, would even go, I wouldn't even go San Antonio next. I'm about to go Dallas, Dallas. Mavericks. Dallas right. Mavericks. But my team. And OKC. And, oh, yep, and Oklahoma and the uh-huh. Thunder. Yeah. I think they're going to make a lot of noise. That I, whoever they play first, it's going to be a problem for that team. You know what? I mean, I got to look at the, the, the top four teams in, that, in the West right now. You have to go. You have to go Lakers. You have to go the Dallas Mavericks. Right. Then you, have you, to go, you have to go. Go uh, San Antonio. You no, got, no, I wouldn't even go San Antonio. You got to go San Antonio. How about Denver Nuggets, who's 8 and 2 without Carmelo Anthony right now, and they won again last night. You had. got to go OKC. Them young boys with Kendrick Perkins last night was a different ball club. Now, that See, just I, knocked San Antonio Spurs out of the top four. And I would say probably fifth in the entire West right now. I'm going to have to disagree with you on your third pick. I, I got to put San Antonio, even though they've fallen off and they got smashed, but they got smashed by some good players and good teams. They got smashed by the Lakers. They got smashed by Miami, even though Miami had lost uh, four and five in a row. But they beat the Lakers, and, and they got and they go and play in a San Antonio team. That is, that is a good team Miami has. They just have to find a way and understand who's going to run the show. Miami started winning when Dwayne Wade took over. Would you agree? Yes. Well, that was always Dwayne Wade's team. He it was started, always. He, 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 that's he what took, I said. He took over that team in the beginning. They were winning. He gave it to LeBron. They went on a nine-game losing streak. The, the, uh, Dwayne Wade had to take it back, and now they're winning again. And, and now they're winning. But yeah, we got, we got, well, I said it from the beginning. You know I said it from the beginning. That is Dwayne Wade's team. Well, I said it with you. Now, let me try and take all the credit for it. Now, well, you were talking about that Rich. Was that, that was coach. that bald head Rich with the big ears. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, we got about 45 seconds to break. But let me say this. Out in the West, my team here out in Arizona, the Phoenix Suns, they do, play, they do, they do not play with any intensity uh, when situations are right in front of them. Like, the season's almost over. They are two games out of the playoffs. Uh, Steve Nash hasn't played. He has a pelvic injury. That's probably tough to play with one of those. I'm not sure where the injury is in his pelvis. But, it, they are two games out, and then they don't have a shooter. Channing Fry is out. Dudley is also is a, a pretty good uh, three-point shooter, but he missed a shot of the last game. They've always playing catch-up. They're they, they playing catch-up, man. Mm-hmm. They, they don't come out with any uh, – they don't start fast. Uh, mm-hmm. They do finish strong, but by that time it's too late. In the game mm-hmm. they just played in, they never led in that game. How do you, with that type of team and that type of personnel up there, with, with, with whomever they put on the field, on the court, Never lead in a basketball game. And I can understand other sports where it's tough to lead uh, because of the situation in the field, but they running up at the basketball court, and they have talent. They got guys that can get that ball in the basket, but they never lead. They tied that game twice, but they never led that game. We'll take a break, and we're going to come back. Um, we'll come back and talk a little bit more about that. I want to get Ken's opinion on uh, his mock draft, first five picks, if he got them. We gotta talk about some. Uh-huh. We gotta talk about some March Madness. Yeah, we do. Kwame Lasso Sports Sometime Rich for Ken from the ATL. 888-346-9144 if you wanna join the show. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? 
have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Welcome to Inside the Trenches, everyone, an interactive show that is sweeping across the nation here on Voice America Sports, simply with your host, 12-year pro football veteran, yes, of course, the voice of America, R. Cal Trula. We're bringing it to you. The day starts at noon, and so does Inside the Trenches, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, bringing you the ins and outs, letting you know what's going on in and around sports and also in and around your neck of the woods. So if you want to be on the show and you want to be a part of the show, simply go to InsideTheTrenches.com and let's make this thing happen for you the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation inside the trenches your show your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports Hey, welcome back to the show. This is Kwame Lasso with Sports, sometimes Rich, Ballhead Rich with Ken from the ATL. It is raining down in the ATL, Ken. It is sunny out here in Arizona. This is golf weather or just hanging out. It is spring break. What I like about spring break, Nana, the time has changed. I think it changed March 13th. Uh, but it's, Boy, y'all don't change. We don't change. And, that, and, and it's also spring break, so it was good getting in here. Um, normally the traffic is terrible, man, when, it, when I got to be in here at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. And I leave at 8, so it'll take me a long time. So I can tell you right now, you and Ken, I mean, I'm sorry, you and Rich, probably you, be ready to uh, start the show without me because I can see me getting stuck in traffic. I'll probably have to call from a cell phone. Yeah. But uh, be aware of that. Okay. Uh, we were talking about the um, the Suns. We were talking about the Suns, man. I don't, yeah. don't want to stay on them too long yeah. because they're not even out there giving that maximum effort. And they've always in a situation at the end of the year. We, talk about, we talked about this last year. Yeah. Fighting to get in the playoffs. They are two games out. I think they're going to uh, Charlotte neck this tonight. They, need mm-hmm. the, they, need, they can't lose another game. No. It is crucial, especially what you said about the Denver Nuggets without Carmelo. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are keeping them. Um, if they can, if the Suns don't control their own destiny, mm. they're the ones keeping uh, the Suns out of the playoffs. Well, unlike unlike the Suns, you know, the Denver trade, they got younger. I mean, they they, they flip flop with Orlando Magic. Uh, eight players traded in between those two, and they played together the other day on Sunday. But they they flip flop eight players. But let's look at let's break down these players that they flip flop for. Okay, you got it. Bombs. <laughs> that's how you gonna break it down. That's it. All right, bums. Yeah, this, that's the only word I can think of right now. Okay, okay. Well, I, I can't break the that down anymore. Uh, Vince Carter, Vince Carter, Vince Sanity is is insanity now. Okay, uh, he did hit thirty points the other night. That man in thinking he's gonna help you win a championship. He's not the Vince Carter, Vince Sanity of old. Well, okay? see, I don't think the Suns yeah. trying to win a championship. I think they're trying to bring some excitement, sell some tickets, get get other. If, if you you bring a guy like Vince in, uh, in my opinion, that's just Vince Carter. You bringing that name he's in? He's not hanging on the rim no more. He's he's, he's not jumping he's not over doing, anybody. He's not jumping over nobody's head. But see, they're trying to get other you free know, agencies in Grant here. Hill, I mean, Grant Hill's old. You better not say you better not say anything bad about Grant everybody's, Hill. Everybody's everybody's old. <laughs> Grant Hill on, is still productive. Yeah, only only decent player that they made a trade for that's that, that's going to pan out down the road is. 
Aaron Brooks. Wait a minute. They got Childs on the bench. They signed him to a long contract. He just played for the first time last night, and he played well. Cannon Fry is going to be a good role player. He's not a superstar. Right now in the NBA today, we talked about this before, right now in the NBA, you need at least two, three minimum superstars. Right. All right? And who's your superstar? Who's going to be your all-star now? Uh, they didn't represent nobody I think uh, I think Nash is uh has one more year of productivity that where teams and he can he's not an all star no more he is somebody that's pretty much on his way out the NBA turn the torch over and that's not a bad thing because Aaron I Brooks. think Steve Nash left everything out on the court every time he plays he leaves it out on the court mm-hmm. so that's not if you got to leave you got to leave he has yeah. one he has won two MVPs lead two MVPs. MVPs. Almost won a third one, but I think he campaigned for Dirk Nowitzki to get it over uh-huh. in Dallas. Uh, so if he would have won that third one, mm-hmm. you would have said Steve Nash is just like Jordan. Yeah, he's been to the finals with Barkley. Uh, was that with Barkley? Not with Barkley. No, Barkley. not with Barkley. You, you uh, think about Kevin Johnson. Kevin Johnson, yeah. But he's he's been there. I mean, he, he's, he's he's had a hell of a career. He's a great career. He's probably one of the, the top Canadian basketball players ever to play the, in the NBA. Um, but right now he's on his way out the door. Injuries. He's not able to uh, play at the high tempo that he's always played at. And maybe that has something to do with it. Because, you know, we've got these small point guards that come in playing at these high tempos. They don't last that long anymore now. Well, sometimes you sometimes you draft a quarter. And I think, what's the guy? Uh, there's a guy over in Europe that's supposed to be playing in the league now. But who, Ricky wants, Rubio. who wants to go to um, Timberwolves, Minnesota Timberwolves? That's why he stayed his butt over his face. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's crazy how you you dictate where you want to go. You should be able to do that, but if you get drafted, come on now, you got to go play. Nate, but they still hold. Well, that's what that happens when you're drafting these euros. You want to you want to waste a first round pick on a euro, knowing that you're one of the worst teams in the NBA. You yeah. got you got an agent who's telling you, hey. Stay over there. We can get more money. Play whoever we want to play with next year. He could get more money because then then the taxes are different over there. But mm-hmm. I think if he does come out and go to Minnesota, he may help uh, Love out because Love, he's gone. He's yeah, exactly. He's leaving. Yeah. If they don't he do wants it. to go back to L.A. You know who you know who his best friend is, right? Cupchak. <laughs> I don't even know who you that know, is. You know, Cupchak be rolling together. Hey, well, if you go to L.A., that just make L.A. more stronger. That's way Kobe don't Man. have to do so much more. Mm-hmm. I think the White Howard's going to LA next year. Hey, let's get into this mock draft, man. Because I know yeah, if, I, if I talk about LA, you will keep going. Um, let's talk about this mock draft. The first five picks. Let me. Let's go with this. All right. Carolina Panthers. Okay. The uh, uh, second is Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Arizona Cardinals. Top pick in the NFL. Number one. You want me to go first? I go first. Okay, because I thought you was wasting the airtime when you going to say anything. Fairly. Okay, we on the same page. Nick Fairley. Are we on the uh, you same? You know what? I, I had this uh, flip flopping at the at you know. Well, who Bowers? Bowers. Daquan Bowers. Daquan Bowers. I, I had it flip flopping until I actually saw the last two games he played the mm-hmm. NFC Championship, uh, the National Championship. When you're a player who could play on two of the top stages in in uh, NCAA football, which is the SEC Championship game and the BCS Championship game, uh-huh. and you don't fall off. You actually get better than the last game. Right, you are the best player, and plus that four what was it four 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 or four five speed that he's running, and he's like three hundred some pounds. That had a hell of a lot to do with it as well. I had Nick Fairley uh, going number one also. Uh, all this nonsense, well, it's not nonsense. All this noise they're making about the uh, quarterbacks that's coming out. 
they forgetting about the guys who changed the game. I, I think who can change the game, impact the game right away coming out of college mm. are guys like Nick Fairley and, and Bowers uh, from, the, from the standpoint, all I need you to do is get up the field. Well, the number one overall quarterback that would have been number one he's uh, not out. overall, he's, he stayed in. So guess what? The rest of everybody else is just going to be pretty much a, a coin toss. Yeah, and they, and they should they should uh, come they should come out of it like this. If um, you the first quarterback, know that you would have been the second quarterback coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got let's let's do it. We got Frank. Let's, let's do number two. Well, number okay, three, I got number I two, but I'm going. Uh, well, we got Frank Sanders on the line. Frank. Frank. Frank Sanders. Franco. Hey, gentlemen, how y'all doing? We're doing Frank pretty good, Sanders. man. We we, we were talking about basketball, man, but now we're doing our mock draft, but we're only doing the first five picks, which is Carolina, Denver Broncos, Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, Arizona Cardinals. Funny how they always in that top five. Hey, I want to say uh, Frank went to Auburn. Now, Frank went to – hey, he played a game. He played a season where they went undefeated. Now, let me say congratulations to you and your school, your alma mater, for uh, going undefeated again and winning the national championship. Uh, did you go to any of those games? I uh, did not have the opportunity. I was making money in Birmingham at the time. It was better for me to, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. Frank, it was better for me to stay. It was better for me to stay in Birmingham, man, than it was to actually make those trips. Frank, anybody actually was making money. I actually was going to the I'm game. Just saying, <laughs> I didn't go to the game. Was, you know how you have to work it, man. You have to work the deals. Yeah, I hear you, man. I'm trying to set things up where I can just sit and say that too when I come on the air. I'm just making money. I'm trying to line it up so I can say I'm just making money right now. Eric, at that time, yeah, Eric doing, doing all the work. How you guys doing, man? We pretty good, man. We we doing good, man. Um, Frank, just, I ain't seen you in a long time, Frank. You probably wouldn't remember who I was, but we. Oh, my bad. That's Ken from the ATL. And, me and LC and uh, we used to all roll together. Nis, I don't Eric know why he's playing with me like I wouldn't remember him. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Frank been um he's still been in action but frank been in yeah he has been in alabama i don't know how you go to alabama you from florida yeah i know i went to uh i went back actually i left here and after a couple of years in the, you know after we did our time here in the league two right. years later after i got out the game i went back to birmingham to see you know typically uh what's what it's like to be right back in right to get back around your college campuses typically most guys that leave the nfl uh-huh. never really get a chance to go back and see what they really accomplished back you know when they left school sometimes right. you it happens so fast, four years are so fast that you miss out on, you know, all the accolades that you actually that that you accumulated. But also, you miss on you miss out on that thing that they call uh, being a fan, right? Right. Being a part of a program, what it's like to be for Auburn. You know, you guys all for the last couple of weeks, you guys have probably or since it, since uh, Gene Chisholm's been there, you guys have been hearing about the Auburn family, uh-huh. and that's something that you really don't get a chance to get as a player because you guys are like I know we typically either at the athletic dorm. We in the school and we in the, we in the stadium. We don't really get a chance, to kind of get a, a true feel of sometimes the college because they try to protect us so much. Mm-hmm. You know uh, what? I'm glad you put that light on it because that is a true statement. Because when you mm-hmm. think about it, yeah, I mean, you got to go back, man. You got to experience all that. People, and that's right. why they send you these letters. I know Charles Barkley talks about this a lot too, the Auburn family. But uh, that applies to every athlete who was always, as like you say, Frank, protected. You had you was always on the schedule to do something, even on your off season. You right. was always doing winter conditional spring ball. You probably had a good two weeks off of school, really. Mm-hmm. That's so true, man. There's, 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 uh, you guys hear about the tree at Tuma's Corner, and there's uh, the big thing about that is that as a player, I never got a chance to roll Tuma's Corner. Mm-hmm. And I that... never got a chance to roll Tuma's Corner because right after the game, you guys know you got two hours. You go through all the media. You get done with that. Then it's your family and your friends. So 
it's after the game that all the fans and everyone gets a chance to experience college, and sometimes you miss out on that. And mm. so when I went back, I went back to try to experience all those things, what it's like to be on the field, mm. what it's like to walk, to see what Tiger Walk feels like when all the players are walking from the dormitory to the stadium, what it's like to be a fan, what it's like to experience the things that, just as you as a player, you don't get the chance to experience because mm-hmm. you are a, they say student athlete, but you're really an athlete student. Right, yeah. yeah. If, if, like, are you impacting that, so. the players there? Say it again? Yeah, are you impacting the players there, the, uh, the, the current players right now? Because i got to get your take on the four uh, Auburn Tigers that were dismissed from the team for armed robbery. Uh, two of them were actually wide receivers. Are, are players going back and are you actually talking to these guys and kind of mentoring these guys? A lot of us are, man, but it's funny you say that because, like, what Coach Chizik has done the last couple of years, he's actually had former players that played. Tracy Rocker's defense line coach that, that was there. You guys know him. He, was Vince Lomb- he, won the, he won the Lombardi Award for defense player. Right. Uh, not, and uh, and also had another guy named Mike Pelton. Our, 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 our facilities are wide open to the players that have had the opportunity to go back and walk in um, and speak to these guys. But you guys know, like I know, I mean, all it takes is one bad influence that somebody suggests something to do wrong and you think you're going to come out of it and next thing you know you got four guys that are basically man you know put themselves in a bad position yeah i, I don't uh, understand that man you get to these guys wait a minute these guys just won a national championship yeah. um everything is in place for you all you have to do is get on the field you're going to have auburn is auburn you're going to have those scouts always there always there but if if you've won the national championship there's going to be that much more that much more opportunity for you to get looked at noticed you probably could right. be you can be a fifth rounder uh coming out in auburn and still be, succeed in the in the national football league right. as opposed to maybe you was a free agent but you went to auburn you guys win you know how to win coaches instill this in you but then you got those hard-headed guys uh with a great opportunity pretty much to control their own destiny, and they go do something like that. Yeah, for, yeah. And for no reason. Yeah, but is this another problem with the NCAA where these guys are not getting paid and they were so desperate, hard up for money, that they just committed something stupid because the NCAA is it's, not paying these guys? They just played in a bowl game where the school right. is getting, what, almost 11 to $16 million, That's and true. these guys are not getting nothing? That's true. I, I would submit to you guys, man, I think it's, it's part, that might be part of it, but at the same time, you guys are like I know, uh, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I was born and raised there. I lived there 17 years before I ever, before I ever went to Auburn University. So I got 17 years of street in me or surviving in me or learning the ways of that compared to having one year or two years at your university. So there's a, there's a process, there's a maturing, a maturation process that we all have to go through that we tend to try to go through despite what we have at stake. You know, like you have a, you have a scholarship that's at hand. You have what you said, Carmen, which is absolutely correct. You won a national championship. You know that you have tons of scouts coming to see your program. You have all those things um, going for you, and you're going to put yourself in a good position. The decision, is, the decision you made when you was in high school to decide to turn down the other 25 schools, decide to go to that school, it worked right. in your favor. Now you got a national championship ring. So all those things are working in your good. So why would you go do that? You still got you to deal with. Right. And you still I- got you and your streets and your side and your savvy inside of you so i mean that's you know guys got to mature through some stuff and that's unfortunately these guys made a bad decision and and i don't condone what these guys have done but you have to remember that these are still kids so when you go get these guys you when you get drafted in the national football league they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars doing research on you seeing if you're going to fit i think the same thing should be done it doesn't have to be that much money because you're getting kids out of high school but you got to remember that they are kids uh they've been guarded and protected their whole lives and I and I agree as far as 
You spend 17, 18 years at home before you even get to university where things are so uh, restricted and, and you are now in a program where everything is laid out for you, even your lunch when you go eat, uh, time to go work out, classes. Uh, those things are fitted for you so you can get out of there. But even though, even though these, uh, these guys at Auburn, uh, these four guys at Auburn did something that was drastic – you got to remember there was kids, so there has to be a program in place. Now, we can bring alumni guys and talk to these guys all the time, but there has to be a program in place where I know at the University of Kansas, uh, freshmen can't come off campus, but you don't need to come off campus. We, we have two-bedroom apartments right there on campus. We have towers where they have, but there should be something where they're taking a the class and they hold accountable. And I want to say something like BYU, where you get kicked off the team for your moral, uh, immoral conduct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, Kansas, they don't have to go off the, uh, campus because, you know, football's and basketball players, they're fighting each other there. So I want to say shut up, but I ain't going to say shut up. But I ain't going to say shut up on the air. But you know what? Frank made a point uh, about the coaches and his and what he's doing. I think that's what uh, the coaches at Kansas, the new coaches at Kansas, they're doing the same thing. They're trying to get – we get letters. I get letters all the time. Come back to Kansas, uh, send a letter in. We want to post it. We want to frame your letter and uh, what Kansas meant to you, what Kansas football meant to you, uh, the school and everything. But I didn't get a chance to see the campus. I know when I got done with the uh, uh, Arizona Cardinals, I was thinking, well, football in general, I'm thinking about Kansas was always a good place. I, I want to move back. The only thing that kept me from moving back was it gets cold there in wintertime. And yeah. then we started playing golf, doing different things outside of football. I'm like, well, Arizona's probably the best place to do that. But the coaches there, man, they, they've sent in letters to come back, talk to and mentor these young kids. And I think that's a, a real good idea to do because if you forget that these are kids and when they make a mistake, it's blown up ten times because now they're at a university where they generate millions and millions of dollars just to go to a bowl game. Millions of dollars. You know, I went to Kansas, so it's more of a basketball school. But when you're talking about the numbers and the money, we make more money than a basketball team only because of the tickets and how many people can sit outside in a football stadium. But that is a basketball school, really. So true. So very true, guys. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate those things that happen, um, especially at the program when, when things are going well for you. You guys were talking about something earlier. I heard you guys kind of getting into it, and you were talking about the draft. Oh, yeah. your top five. Well, we, we started. Here's our five. Here's a, you got the Carolina Panthers, Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, and Arizona Cardinals. And both of us agree on the number one that uh, Nick uh, Fairley – Goes to uh, from out of Auburn, defensive tackle out of Auburn. You all have you also have a guy out of Alabama who plays defensive end and D tackle and Darius. Uh, but we got Nick Fairley going to number one to Carolina. Yeah, who's your two? Who's my top two? Yeah, who's your, well get get caught up on your one. We're, we're both like Fairley, but we're getting <laughs> ready to go and turn number two. You got the you, you say Carolina Panthers, Cleveland Browns, Buffalo Bills. No, uh uh-uh, uh, Denver Bronco. Number two. Denver Bronco. Uh huh. Buffalo yeah, we're, Bills. We're unanimous on fairly number one for the uh, Carolina Panthers, but give us your give us your one, and then join us with our number two with Denver. I, I, I can rock. I can rock between Marcel Darius of Alabama and or Nick Fairley. Yeah. One or two. I can rock between both of those guys. Nick is primarily interior guy, mm-hmm. but uh, and Marcel is more so exterior guy. But he's about three fifteen. Um, good size, got good leverage. I believe he can probably they can probably drop him down to the inside, depending on who they already got on the outside um, at Carolina. All right, Ken, what's your number two? You, you going? Well, I'm Ken? going Daquan Bowers on this one. Daquan Bowers, huh? Okay, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, the guy with the experience. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going. Um, 
Love and God. he's a powerful guy, too. I mean, this guy, uh, uh, he showed out at the Combine. I think the only thing that he didn't. Out of Clemson? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Daquan Bowers. This guy has the experience. Uh, this guy um, played in that, in that ACC where, you know, they got some of the biggest linemen, uh, you know, offensive linemen that he had to go up against in the ACC. Um, but this guy is a powerful guy. I mean, I think he had the uh, the most bench reps. Uh, Means uh, nothing. <coughs> Means nothing. You know what they said that about Mario Williams, too. <laughs> Means nothing. You can bench all you want to because you know what? And I get to my number pick. Matter of fact, I go to my pick right now. I'll go with um, Vaughn Miller out of uh, Texas A&M, linebacker, outside linebacker. At number two. At number two, that's right. Wow. I'm trying number to win two. defense. I'm trying to win games. You know, if, if, I'm, if I'm going with number two, I'm probably going to take a receiver. I think the Broncos need somebody to improve their uh, their offense when it comes to scoring. I have not rem- I have not remembered the uh, have not seen the Broncos offense look this bad in a long time, and I don't see these guys getting to the end zone as much as they used to. I think when they lost Brandon Marshall, they lost they lost two touchdowns a game. Actually, in my opinion, so I think they need to add a receiver, either Julio Jones or AJ Green. Mm. And they would be getting mm. two one of the two good ones too. They'd be they getting good be. receivers. Oh, we got let's let's add uh, another caller to this. Uh, we on number three, right, Ken? Yep. Okay, we got Michael Bankston on the line. He's probably Michael. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, Kwame? How's it going, bro? It's all good, man. We uh, you know, you got Ken from the ATL. We also got Frank Sanders online with us. What's up, Mike? Okay, what's up, Frank? What's up, guy? What's up, Mikey? Hey, what's happening, man? You want to get caught up, or you want to uh, just you? Uh, you know, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. Say I know you did. When you come on, when you come on the Quam Lasso Sports, sometime Rich and Cameron ATL show, you put that noise up to in the background. Were you at the strip club? <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all was busy, man. No, nah, you did tell me you was busy, but uh, <laughs> all right, man. We we got uh, you just just come in on the draft. Just come on. We we talk, we talking about the draft right now. We talking about our picks, our mock draft. Uh, we all agree uh, on Nick Fairley as the number one pick going to the Carolina Panthers. Um, I got Vaughn Miller going two to Denver. Frank got a receiver. Ken has um, uh, Daquan Bowers, I think it was. Right, Ken? Yep. All right, number three. Number three to uh, who's number three? We we said Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Buffalo Bills. Mm I I, I think this is going to be a quarterback pick right here. Buffalo needs a franchise quarterback. And since Andrew Andrew Luck didn't come out, I'm going to – Toss a quarter at this one. I mean, this you can't go wrong with Blaine Gilbert, Ryan Mallett, or Jake Locker. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna go with the. Uh, hold on here. I had a uh, who are Daquan Bowers. That's who I was headed as number three going to Buffalo. Because you had him going at number two, right? I got a number two. Yeah. No, I have number two. Franco. When I look at the Buffalo Bills, I've looked at. Uh... I, I, that's a team in disarray right now, offensively or defensively. Defensively, they seem like they, they, they're young, but they have they have talent on their defense. They've been working the draft the last couple of years defense-wise. Offensively, I agree with you. I think they need a quarterback, but I, I wouldn't. I would get somebody that I think that can handle the cold. I like a Ryan Mallet. I'm just I'm not sure if that. Uh, I'm not sure how how well Ryan Mallet mental is there. Will he be able to handle that particular area right there um, in, in Buffalo? But at the same time, he's played in the cold. I like his arm. I like the, I like the fact that they do have some running backs over there, man. So I, I definitely think they need a franchise quarterback. I'm going with Ryan Mallet. Yeah, I, I, you know what the um, as far as the uh, I, I like Bankston go. Banks, you got a pick over there right now, or you just uh, uh, for the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, 
because I, I like I like Fitzgerald. That's why I wouldn't go quarterback because I watched Fitzgerald play. Um, Patrick Fitzgerald play last year, and I, I didn't see him do a bad job. I didn't see him losing games. I see him keep, keep his team right there. But if you prepare him for the future, and if you need a name coming out of college, still, I'm sure all of us agree that the best quarterback didn't even come out this year. Um, but but what they have now, you do have some serviceable quarterbacks to get those guys, uh, and maybe they need a receiver over there also in, in uh, Buffalo. But I like what Fitzgerald, Fitzpatrick did. Buffalo needs a lot of. They got a lot of missing links. Uh, yeah, I agree with you with Fitzpatrick. I mean, he didn't lose games. I mean, because he was a smart quarterback. Uh, but you know, being smart and getting people to the playoffs is a whole different league. You need a ball out there. I mean, like I said, uh, like Franco said, uh, Ron Miller is that type of quarterback. Cold, as long as you're getting paid, it don't matter about the cold. I think he'll be okay there. It's just the idea if you're building for the future, one of the biggest assets is a great quarterback. Is that why you went to uh, left Arizona and went to Cincinnati? I think you told uh, me. You know what? I said, you know what? I said, Bankston, what you doing? Hey, if you go to a place, you know, anybody that leave Arizona a lot of times, they go somewhere and they do well. That's what and I heard. I did pretty decent in, in uh, Cincinnati. But the thing about it was Cincinnati was a losing team. But the teams that were picking me at that time, they all of them didn't have a winning record. Eventually, like Tennessee Titans, they went to the Super Bowl. Um, and then even Baltimore that was uh, after me at that time, they won the Super Bowl. But you never know that in the beginning because that that wasn't the case. That wasn't a forte. You know, so I just went with the ones that going to pay the most money at that time. Oh, so you were playing for the money. Okay, no wonder we didn't win. Oh, <laughs> uh, look. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the number, the number four pick, I, th- I think um, – uh, I like I like a quarterback. Cincinnati has a number four. Yep, Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a number four. Now you all know that uh, that uh, Palmer said he he's not playing here again. I, what do he want? Another contract or extension or, or no, what? He wants out. He wants out. He <laughs> said he he's not playing here again. Already. He wants out. Anybody that say they want out and you the face of my team and you the starring guy and I'm looking for you to lead this team. I, I now one. I don't think he's been the same since Pittsburgh put him out about four or five years ago. He came back. I don't I think agree. he's been the same. Mm-hmm. I think he um, politicked to get his brother to sit on the sideline with him. His brother's a backup quarterback, which he's terrible. And I'm not saying Palmer that terrible. I'm just saying he hasn't taken control. He hasn't shown leadership. And that team, he had two. He had some of the best receivers. And if Cincinnati was trying to win, they would have went out and got T.J. Husmazada, who was still serviceable, still pretty good when he was a free agent. Greatly, uh, Baltimore Ravens picked him up, and he he – Helped them get to a certain places as the number three receiver, although he dropped that ball on the last play of the game. Now, Cincinnati Bengals, I like them to get pick up Blaine Gabbert out of Missouri. Only because of the quarterback situation where my, my, my leader and the face of our franchise says he's not. Because they got a defense over there. They got young talent over there that's ball hawking and doing all that. But Blaine Gabbert has made plays, and he continued to make plays all year. You know, I mean, I, it's funny because I think with Carson Palmer, I think I think if if he gets what he wants, I think they'll trade for another quarterback. I think that team, if, if they keep the team intact like they do with the personality that they have, uh-huh. the place that they've had, the situations that they've had on and off the field, I do think, man, what you'll find out is that they need they need a leader. They need a leader immediately. Right. Oh, so you say so you saying a, a veteran quarterback is? Uh, I think so. Yeah, but I, I, think they, I think they try to make that trade for that, and I think that Carson Palmer is probably just not happy with the leadership there. I think that probably, in my opinion, I think that probably the best veteran quarterback is sitting in um, Philadelphia right now. But we we can talk about that another time. Ken, Ken from ATL. I, I, I think, uh, unfortunately, he wants out of there. Uh, the owner has made it very clear he's not trading him. He ain't going nowhere. 
uh, especially due to this, uh, you know, this, this, this CBA going on right now. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a chance for him to get out of Cincinnati. I think they're going to bring a receiver in, and I think it's going to be A.J. Green. Okay. B- Banks, you got any more? Oh, no, I'm good, man. I, I'm sorry. I, I got you were, busy. I just was going to call in. Okay, man, what you got going on? I know you're the vice president of uh, Future for Kids. Uh, uh, I'm going to hurry up and let you get back to your lap dances. But what you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> I got some meetings that I got to take care of. And you're right. I am the vice chair of Future for Kids, which is a mentoring program for inner city kids. So I'm uh, blessed to be in that position. Yeah, you know you can always call us when you need us, man. I know you got some things coming on, so don't forget to uh, email blast all of us uh, or, or come on the show and do it. You know how we do it. We we get it out there and uh, we make it work. We gotta we gotta protect each other, man, because nobody else is doing it. And I agree with that. And I appreciate the uh, the opportunity as well. And you all guys be blessed. All right, Franco, take care, bro. All right, baby. All right, man. All right. Bye bye. How does this guy go talk about us be blessed and he's sitting with somebody on his lap? He at a strip club. <laughs> this guy's <is> funny. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that Mike, he, 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 a good, he a good guy, man. He a good guy. Yeah, good guy. Here's my number five pick, man. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, did we get we didn't get Frank's number? Uh, yes, we. Oh, no, we didn't. Yeah. We, didn't get, we didn't get your Cincinnati. Yes, he did. He said a veteran quarterback. He's a veteran. I, 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 okay. Yeah, they need a veteran quarterback yeah. or an offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got uh, Smith up there in uh, in. in San Francisco. See, I was thinking about. Uh, oh my goodness! Did you say Smith? I, no, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, yeah. Troy Smith. One of them Smith is gonna be gone. Nah, they need to keep they Troy. Need, they need to be, but Canadian is definitely looking for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> they need to go get the Marina League ring or something. Well, they, they just they ain't getting it done. Rich is uh he has a team over there in uh, Steel Hawk, somewhere <laughs> in Valley High. He needs a good quarterback because uh, that uh, yeah. No, they don't want to go from a worse to 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 worser. Now. To wor- <laughs> Did you say worser? <laughs> to worser. <laughs> worser. <laughs> how, okay, how about here's my number five. I think the Arizona Cardinals picking number five again in the top ten. Um, I think they take uh, Patrick Peterson. And, Patrick and, and Peterson. Because you already got Cromartie on the other side. You got Adrian still on there. And Adrian does get exposed when it's time to cover, but he is a. Uh, he is a pretty good run defender, and he blitz well. He times it up well. And all I need you to do is stop the run um, and let my three defensive back. As far as uh, the corners, Patrick Peterson put him on that, put him on that left side. Now, let me see where. Uh, put him on that right side. Uh, keep Cromartie on the left side and give me a decent enough safety who can stay back and get the tip balls. I got Patrick Peterson going number five to the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Mm. You know what? I think this is where you're going to make up for – uh, I'm not getting a quarterback. I'm, I'm sorry, Ken. I'm not getting a quarterback right there because I feel like Kevin Cobb might be here or Donovan. You, you know what? That is very, 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 very true. So that's why I think you guys are going defense. But I think you need to make up for the linebacker spot for getting rid of my boy over there in Miami. So I think you're to bring in Von Miller. I had, I had. That was my, that was my between those two. The Von Miller coming here because we bring, we brought in. Um, I say we. The Cardinals brought in um, Joey Porter. They brought in Porter, who's no, he should be in the graveyard right now. <laughs> I mean, he as a leader, he didn't contribute. He didn't contribute. No, uh, not in Miami at all. And, no. and it showed on the field. Yep, he was just yeah, there. But you, you know, it's funny, man. That's that's like like we. I heard you guys talk about Steve Nash, and I think sometimes, and you, you, we, Mike said it best. And one time, sometimes you go to different organizations, and they revitalize you. 
they really <clears throat> they really turn you into from where you were. Like Joey Porter left the Pittsburgh Steelers on a high note. He sure did. He went to the Miami Dolphins, and that's like a that's that's going to back in the days. That's going to the Arizona Cardinals, and that's just not a <laughs> that's just not a good feel unless you was going to get six million, which he got paid to go to Miami. Oh yeah, like Bankston so, said. Right, something totally different. So I mean, Joey Porter coming here, depending on who they bring in as a quarterback. That could be something that could revitalize his, his his image, his mindset, get him fired up, you know, get him in that mode of play like a team player. Um, and, you know, that, that little boot kick guy, that guy's not there anymore. <laughs> no, he's not. But you know, you know, that's, a, that's a big difference. So I think this could be a spot that – and I said sometimes that happens when you get in situations or circumstances. Uh, the leadership here, if they, had a, if they get a quarterback, I mean, there's no telling where they can go because this defense is still stacked. Kwame, you, got, you made names – you guys call names on the defense, and those guys are guys that played in the Super Bowl. So that I mean that that team is still stout. Right, they, they just need a quarterback. They still there, but I don't I don't like how I think in the past past three years, the Arizona Cardinals have has two defensive coordinators, and now they're working on their third one. This is right. This is crazy, but they still got those guys up there. So and and they got the right guys because they're veteran guys, and like you said, they've been in the they've been in the big games, they've been in the final game. Uh, so they got the right guys right there. I think when um uh, Porter came here. He came from leadership because remember that this coaching staff was in Pittsburgh, so they Correct. know they know what he can bring to the table. Although he's not that boot kick guy uh, that we saw on the field, made all those plays in Pittsburgh, intimidated guys before the game, walking on the bus, calling out Ray Lewis. He's, he's still got the mouth, he's not the intimidating. Yeah, because no yeah, you, and then also you know what that that this is one of what this is one of the reasons why I say. If you're going to do your due diligence in, in drafting a player out of college, draft or getting a free agent from another team, don't go get the best free agent because you think he's the best free agent or he's the best thing out there. Go get that number two guy who fits the scheme of your team and you're going to get a high productivity out of this guy. Uh, when you go get a guy like Porter, and I, let's just use Porter because we're talking about him, who he, he may not, and I think this 3 4 will work for him, uh, but you know. A lot of times they send Adrian, and he's all uh, taking on blocks, and Adrian's coming off the corner or coming through that uh, ABC DC right. gap. So um, you don't get the best guy. Do you do your work, man? Don't don't say okay, we got to sell tickets. We need to go get a Porter, or we need to go get an Emmett Smith. We got to sell tickets. Everybody right. love these guys. Porter is here because of what that what that uh, coaching staff know about him from being in Pittsburgh. Um, but go get the guy that fits the scheme of your team. Whether that be be a special team guy, because you can go doing free agency, say this is a hot Kasim Osgood special team guy. He gets big contracts leaving San Diego, go to uh, Jacksonville. He's a special team guy, but to pay him because that those type of situation wins game. They need they, they need to harden up certain parts of their team, and and he was one of those guys who can do that from a special team standpoint. So go get the guy that fits in what you're trying to do. It's true, so true. All right, well that's our top five, man. Um, that's our top five picks uh, draft. We I want to do the uh, we should have did the bracket. I want to do the bracket. I know King got his bracket. Oh, I got my Sweet Sixteen already. Uh, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I still got to go Elite Eight and, and my Final Four, but uh, I'm stuck right now on the Sweet Sixteen. I got that far. What you got? Uh, well, I got uh, I got your boys coming out. I know you do. Then you got to you got to say that. You waste air you waste air time saying that. They go they go run into Louisville. So Sweet Sixteen. Uh, I, I got Purdue going to end up playing Notre Dame. Pittsburgh's going to play K State. St. John's going to run into UCLA. San Diego State going to run into UConn. And they Arizona going to run into Duke. North Carolina going to run into Syracuse. And uh, looks like it's going to be Kentucky versus OSU. Out of out of no, what? I take that back. I actually got West Virginia 
upset in Kentucky. Yeah, you drinking too early in the morning, man. You got you. Are you talking about the uh, out of the Southwest? Out of the no, the uh, out of the East. Out of the East. Uh, OSU is going to run into West Virginia. I think Kentucky, West Virginia, go run into each other in the second round. I don't think Kentucky is going to have enough to run. They play Virginia, West Virginia. Correct. Now you got to remember, this is a Kentucky team that has dropped some huge games this year against teams that, that didn't even make the uh, the, the tournament. Uh, and then you okay? You got Kentucky beating Princeton, running into West Virginia, uh, losing to West Virginia, and West Virginia runs into Ohio State, and West Virginia runs into yep. Ohio State and losing to Ohio State. Yeah, so, and so, the way, I mean, just to say, I mean, Kentucky has not played no good ball at all this year. So you got you got UNC out of that final bracket at the bottom half, or you got Syracuse? Uh huh. I got that's going to be interesting. The way North Carolina has been playing lately, and the way Syracuse. Has been playing in the Big East. I actually think Syracuse is going to come out of that bracket right there versus NC. Syracuse is part of the Big East that put 11 teams in the tournament. That was the best conference this year in NCAA. That that the beast of the East is back. Don't they? They do say the the East is a better basketball uh, conference, don't they? Well, that's why I got Louisville, Notre Dame. You got uh, uh, Louisville, Purdue. You got. Uh, St. John, they're all going to come out. UConn, I mean, most of the 16 that I have right now uh-huh. is Big East, if you really look at it. Here's, West Virginia, now, Syracuse, I'm, UConn, St. John, Pittsburgh, Notre Dame, Louisville. I see you crumbling the paper trying to uh, read your handwriting. Most of the Sweet 16 is going to be from the Big East. It's going to be interesting because half, half the team in the, the half that 11 team Big East is going to make the Sweet 16. I guarantee. You. Are you going to post this up? No, we're going to have to post two of them up because you got you has your you have yours, and I need to do my I need to finish mine. Uh, only thing I don't only thing I have different from you uh, in the bottom half was your uh, UNC coming out of that, not Syracuse. Um, but we we'll do that and we'll put it on the fan page. Can you always do a good job with the fan page? Check the uh, fan page out on Facebook. Um, Franco, what um what you got going on, man? I, I know you here and there. You was uh, like you say you making money in Alabama, so I know you here and there. Uh, what's what's going on, man? I'm actually what's, considering. I told you a couple weeks ago, man. I'm actually considering moving back to Birmingham, moving back to Arizona, uh-huh. and uh, getting involved, man, here. And uh, some of the sports talk, I would do sports talk in Birmingham. I'm looking forward to getting some of the sports talk here, uh, as well as the media side of things that's taking place. I have a friend, man, you probably know him, Derek D. Grayer. Uh, he does uh, the uh, football, youth football league. He's, he's the chair, one of the, one of the guys, key guys on the board on that. So I want to get involved in the youth football league on this side and uh, see how I can make my mark back on, back on the side of the world, man, using my name for good. Yeah, man, you know what? I, that's what I tell guys today. I, Michael Banks is being one of them. And I wish he was here because I don't like talking behind some back. But yeah, I, I yeah, you do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, 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 I apologize. I just lied to you. Um, he, um, I say, Banks, don't become irrelevant. Everybody's having all these events. You don't have to show up all these events because when you do your thing, they say, well, I just saw this guy last week. I just saw him the week before. I said, make sure you put everything you do uh, in motion first. You don't have to show up to all these events. Now, it's golf and we like to golf. Me, depending on what the course is, if I'm going to come or not, also, but that's second, or depending on what the cause is, if I'm coming or not, then I go to the course.
but I don't show up for a lot of this stuff, man. And I tell guys why. I don't just say I'm show up. No, I can't make it. I can't do this. I'm like, I have my own foundation. We have we have stuff going on. But when you when you decide what you're gonna do, Frank, uh, like you said, use your name for good. Cause you still somewhat hot in here. I mean, you I mean you back and forth. But you, they when you walk around, they still know who you are. So you got to go out there and, and touch touch everything you're trying to touch. Uh, but when you come back, man, just holler at me if you you talking about the radio. You know you can come on, always come on our show. We we yeah, because he's never there. <laughs> Say it again. He's never there. He's always at home trying to do this show or at the put- man. I'm in the stuff like that. So yeah, you can go back there and be in the studio. I'm in the studio. Well, you know, Frank probably he can come here. You talk to uh, you talk to Ray Ellis. I mean, you can get your own show, man. We got 30 seconds before we get out of here. But would you get your own show? That's one thing. You still want to touch things outside of. Uh, locally, I mean, you could do that. Uh, Football-wise, I, I can uh, tell you about some things with that that's going on around here. Also, nationally, where you traveling every other weekend, doing making some seventeen hundred dollars, making some pocket change. We get on them drinks. Hey, this is uh, Kwame Lots of Sports. Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL. I appreciate you guys. Ken, what you got to say before we get out of here? Check out the fan page. I'm blowing it up, baby. Hey, we'd like to thank Frank Sanders. He may be back in the valley, people. Come on, check us out. Frank, give me a call, man. We can do some things. We'll talk it up. We'll do. All right, but thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate you guys. All right. Coach Rich. Co- Coach Britt, he with the boss, getting a raise. We'll be back next week. Holla. <laughs> <laughs>